Love and Life, Marriage and Money, Boaz or Bozo. These are some of the topics we will discuss today. Hello and welcome to Wives in the Word. This podcast is about relationships between women and men, whether married or unmarried. Most of all, it is a passionate inquiry into our own love relationship with the Lord. Today, we start this discussion in the book of Ruth with words of wisdom about life, love, marriage, and money with a dash of humor throughout. This is Stephanie Wright. Thank you for joining us today. Today, we are going to go to the book of Ruth in the Old Testament. The book of Ruth has only four chapters, so I'm going to encourage everyone to take time this week and read it in its entirety. It is a wonderful book, and every now and then, I just have to go back and just read it. Praise God. Uh, Our scripture verses are, for today, I've selected Ruth chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. And I'm doing this specifically because today I'm going to really be doing a lot of more talking to you. It will be based on Ruth. And I'll tell you now that we probably will be in Ruth again next week because there is a lot to be said about um, this woman and Boaz and their relationship. So the, the scriptures that I've chosen are 1, 16, and 17. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For where you go, I will go. And where thou lodgest, where you live, I'm going to live. Your people shall be my people and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. And those are powerful scriptures coming from a woman who is the daughter-in-law of uh, a woman that uh, she didn't know all of her life. So who is Ruth? At first she was an idol worshiper. Or a heathen. She was a widow. She was married to someone named Malon, M-A-H-L-O-N, Naomi's son. She was a caretaker of her mother-in-law, Naomi, who was also a widow. A faithful woman. A brave woman. She left her native land. A wise woman turned from idol worship to God. A hard worker in the fields of Boaz. She knew how to take good counsel from her mother-in-law. She was the wife of Boaz. She was the mother of Obed. She was the grandmother of Jesse. She was the great-grandmother of David. So, try though I may, I cannot seem to get away from the Old Testament wives, and there must be a reason. I even started a different lesson on a New Testament wife, but when I thought about Ruth, I felt rejoicing in my heart because this is the wife that many, if not most women, say they want to be like. So let's take 
a look at Ruth and her story. Because what we hear women say is they are looking for their Boaz, but what they really are saying is they hope that their Boaz finds them. Let me say this. I said I, it's going to be um, a little bit of talking about being a wife today. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm encouraging you to read uh, the book of Ruth. But let me say this. Being a wife, being a spouse is not a plaything. You need to count up the cost when you say you want a spouse. And I can, I'm talking to the men as well who are looking for that Ruth in their life, for that wife. There are a lot of factors to consider, a lot of factors to take into consideration. You have to consider it all. When you are young, you really don't think about a lot of things that could happen. When you are older, it's different. You think a little more clearly and you think about a lot of things that should be considered before marriage. You realize you cannot live off of love. Uh, we have already considered who Ruth is, but also who is Boaz? And what did he see in Ruth? This is a love story. It is not about just being a wife, but it is also about Boaz finding you and what will he find when he finds you. So we need to look at who Boaz is and what is Boaz looking for. Remember, we are looking at these Old Testament women through a lens, not only of the Old Testament, but keeping it real and considering today. So I'm just saying there are a lot of things to consider when you're saying you want to be a wife, you want to be a husband, okay? It is not just what we as wives or those of us who want to be wives, because I did say everybody doesn't want to be a wife, and I'm going to talk, touch on that a little bit in these stories I'm getting ready to tell you about. It is not just that. Uh, what is the wife? It is also what is the husband? What is the man who is looking for the wife? What are the characteristics that he sees in the woman? What are the characteristics that you want him to see in you? Let's talk a little bit about Ruth. Ruth did get ready for Boaz. She, she laid down at the foot of Boaz, and we'll talk about this next week maybe. She laid down at the foot of Boaz when he was done with harvesting. Harvesting. Now, that was then, and uh, that, that was acceptable. That was the custom, but we are not going to be condoning that today. We are not going to be going to anybody's bedroom, laying down at the foot of their bed, saying, well, it must be okay. Ruth did it. No, read the book of Ruth and get an understanding of the customs of that time. Ruth got herself ready. Ruth became a God woman. She started out a heathen, but it is always going to come back to being God's woman, God's man. God woman, God woman, God woman. You've got to be a God woman. Okay, first of all, let me say this. Now, we're going to talk about Ruth a little bit more. We're going to talk about Boaz and the fact that Boaz was rich. Boaz was also an older man, by the way. But let me say this right off the top. You women who don't already have your own wealth, have your own way of supporting yourselves, have your own money. When you marry this man, if you marry a man who has a lot of money, I got news for you. They ain't giving you their money in most cases. In most cases, they're going to have you sign a prenuptial agreements so they control that money. I'm just trying to keep it real here, people. And remember, if you are marrying a man because of money, forget it. It's not your money. It's his money. You need your own money. You need your own way to support yourself as a woman. And I think, um, um, you know, there are some men who don't want their wives to work and who want to be completely in control. And if that's the kind of woman you want to be, that's fine. 
I'm just, you know, just trying to keep it real here. Okay, so here's one more thing before we get to the real life stories that I said I was going to share this morning. When you meet a guy and you think you want to marry him, here's another little thing. This is, I guess we can call this the financial part of marriage today. I, ha I know a woman who actually said, told this guy that she met, that she wanted to see his tax returns. Because he's talking about how much money he has. She said, let me see your tax returns. And I think he did let her see them. So this is another thing, you know, about finances. Don't believe everything that somebody comes and tells you, okay? So I guess what our, my point is today, that you get to know the person you think who is going to be your Boaz. Otherwise, he might turn out to be your Bozo. <laughs> Bozo the Clown, okay? You better get to know that person, men and women. You get to know them. You meet their families. You get to know the person that you are marrying or planning to marry. And as I said in uh, one of the previous presentations, uh, get outside of the church. Go somewhere else other than church, okay? Uh, go out to dinner. Go to other places so that you can kind of sum up that, that character, the story of Ruth, though, it does make your heart full just to think about this woman and the pain, the love, the redemption, literally the redemption. And at some point we will talk about that. So uh, so how did Ruth get her Boaz? She got her Boaz through much pain, suffering, but ultimately she got there. But most of all, Ruth was a God lover. She was brought into the fold through a God woman who was her mother-in-law, Naomi. And here's something else I'm going to say because uh, I have someone whom I dearly love, but she keeps saying she wants a husband, but she doesn't seem to want to wait for her husband. And so let me say this. I don't believe God is going to bring the husband any sooner if you keep talking about how difficult it is not to have a husband or how difficult it is <laughs> to have a wife. I'm a believer that when you stop concerning yourself about it, God will bring him along God will bring her along. <clears throat> and I know I have been gently rebuked in the past by some other women who say it's easy for you to say that, you know, to wait, to wait, to wait. Um, they say you have a husband, but let me tell you something. This husband I have came with a price. And when God gives you your husband or your wife, you will have a price to pay. There will be circumstances you will have to deal with and you will have to make up your mind in advance do I want to deal with everything that I might have to face? If you cannot say that you are ready to go through the good times, the bad times, then you are not really ready for a husband or a wife. I said earlier, the word of God says, count up the cost. Luke chapter 14 and verse 28. Count up the cost whether you have sufficient to finish the wall. They were talking about the wall. Do you have sufficiency to go through it? Okay. So now let me let me talk about these two stories and it may actually be three stories very quickly before we get ready to close. The first story is about my, um, my sister-in-law. Her name is Carmelita and uh, I interviewed her a couple of weeks ago for another project that I'm working on and um, Carmelita was telling me about meeting her husband, Joseph. And uh, this is truly a situation where Joseph found her, tracked her down, basically told her, I'm going to marry you. And they did end up getting married eventually. But before they got married, Nisi, we call her Nisi, was kind of hemming and hawing and not thinking that this was the man she was going to marry and that she didn't really want him. And, and one day, 
her mother reminded her, and I may not get the story exactly right. We will get her version of it when I finish the video. Her mother reminded her that when she was a little girl, she made out a list of everything she wanted in a husband. And Nisi said, I didn't remember. I, still, I didn't have the list, but I remembered everything that was on that list that I wrote out. And everything that was on that list, long story short, was everything that she wanted in Joseph. So when she was trying to avoid marrying this man who was really a, a, a good man, and she was trying to avoid it because she wanted to go travel the world and be an international nurse or, or something along those lines. But when her mother pointed out to her, you, you made that list, think about what you put on that list, and she realized that this was, in fact, the man that God had sent her. So they eventually did get married, not just because of the list, but because uh, Joseph was, he was just a good man. The other story I'm going to tell you about getting ready is about um, a friend, Jean. And Jean was telling us about, uh, she says, she, she says, I'm getting ready for my husband. And I will never forget this because every time you see her, she would be dressed, sir, she would be dressed down to the T, baby. And she told everybody she's getting ready for her husband. She's getting ready for her husband. And she continued to say that. And do you not, not know, yes, that, that young woman ended up getting married, but she married a man who had been in love with her. Now, I think I got this story right. A young man who had loved her even a long time before. And for whatever reason, she didn't marry him the first time around. You know, that was her Boaz. You know, so sometimes God will bring you Boaz. He'll be right in your face. But for whatever reason, you don't want it. So that's why I'm saying write the list out. Share the list with somebody who you, whom you trust. And somebody who would be honest with you and come back and say, no, this is what you put down. This is the man, because then all of your little excuses that you come up with, which probably will be feeble, will have to go out the window. Okay, we are going to um, continue next week with Ruth and we'll get into hopefully a little bit more of the scripture. I certainly hope that it is a help to you for those of you who um, are looking to become a wife one day. Um, even for men who are looking for a wife, and even if you aren't looking for a husband uh, to find you or looking for a wife, these, these things that I'm saying I hope will be a help to you. But most of all, remember that it is important to be a man and woman of God and to put your trust in God always. Praise, praise Jesus. I, and so I just thank God this morning and uh, I pray that you got something out of this and pray that you have a blessed day and God bless you all. Love you guys. God bless you. Next time we finish chapters one and two in the book of Ruth. This is Stephanie Wright. Thank you for joining us on Wives in the Word.